What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio. Transmitting from the future free state of Greater Idaho, I am the one-armed madman. And with me tonight, we've got, from the badlands of Southern Montana, it's Nolan5150. What's up, dude? Yo, man, just uh, getting ready for this Halloween season. Hell yeah. Spooky shit. We're fucking back this week. Nolan was out playing sick last week. Oh, yeah. We're back and ready to go. uh, (laughs) There's no bueno. (laughs) Oh, man. I haven't puked that hard in a long time. (laughs) I'll tell you what. What's that? I haven't puked that hard in a long time. It it was brutal. Oh, nice. Nice. Right on. So I figured I'd ask, since you're out and about a little bit more than I am, considering I don't really leave the house all that much, I kind of just live on the internet. I figured I'd ask, what's the uh, what's the word on the old Israel-Palestine situation around the motorcycle shop? Are well, we are we a bunch of Zionists or are we America firsters? I haven't honestly haven't really talked that much to uh, my coworkers and stuff about it. Uh, I would everybody kind of t- tends to lean a lot more conservative for the most part. And yeah, but we're kind of we're kind of fucking when when you get into the conservative view on this situation, a lot of them are Zionists. So they're like, you fucking fight Israel, you fight us. They're our friends. They're the only democracy in the area. You know, yeah, uh, if yeah, we don't that- fight, if we don't stand with Israel, terrorism mm-hmm. will take over the Middle East and you won't be safe in your homes. And it's not our fault that they're coming over the border. The terrorists, you know, they'll tell you terror. We've got terror cells in America right now. <laughs> I heard, I heard somebody saying that earlier today. Yeah. It's like if we attack, then they're going to, their terror cells are going to attack us right away. It's like, well, why haven't they attacked already? True. Are they, why yeah. are they, why are they waiting why, for us to they, respond? Like if they're, if they're true, uh, Agents of uh, chaos, revenge. Yeah, if they're true jihadists, wouldn't they just? It, the, why they don't need a reason to attack? The fact if they were like Israel, able you to, know, they would say yeah. they unprovoked attack. You know, we didn't do anything wrong. So, it, like, why wouldn't these terror cells that are already here, associated and set up in America, have already done the same thing to us? Like, it's all yeah. retaliationary in nature. You know, tit for tat type of shit. It's not like we're fucking, you know, it's not like we're, we've got a video coming up later that we may or may not get to because it's pretty fucking long. But I, I, at one point Dershowitz says that Israel's never killed a single Palestinian baby. Yeah. That's a little, I love, I love the dude's response. And Cornell West is like, come on. (laughs) He's like, like, come on, get off your crack pipe. Get off your crack pipe, brother. Do you have a lucky crack pipe? Yeah. Yeah. I might. I just might. Do we got it? <laughs> Hold on. Let's turn up the sound. 15 days. Ah, 15 days. Are you not don't enough. have a lucky crack 15, 15 days are not enough. <laughs> I don't know why that one kept playing. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the, like this this kind of stuff, uh, regardless of everything else, I see, the, I see the videos and everything, and I can't help but... After every other opinion and stuff, I can't help but think, 
I really wonder if anything's actually happening over there, wherever over there is, they say, you know, I'm like, those are really nice videos, the shit that you're showing, like, that could be very easily faked, uh, you know, I'm yeah. like, what, and same with Ukraine, I was the same way, I'm like, well, is anything actually happening over there, like, I, you know, they're passing off video game footage all the time, I don't know how many times these news networks have gotten busted putting video game footage up, or, you know, there's video game footage all over all over the internet. Video games are so freaking good that it's damn near impossible to tell. The only way that they like anybody can really tell is like gamers see it and be like, Hey man, that's, I saw that scene a couple weeks ago. This is fucking bullshit. (laughs) But like around here, like I I had dinner over at my grandmother's house for a first birthday, uh, last week. And Nobody, nobody said a fucking word about it. At one point, like I brought it up just to kind of throw a fucking firecracker into the room, you know, yeah. live. The and the only thing. I, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing like everybody's just like, yeah, you know, and then my aunt's there. What so I'm like, do? you know, the, the thing that's really going to suck is now at this point, no one's ever going to hear about Maui again. It's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? Into the ether. It's done. Like they might have had a little bit of support for a few more weeks if this hadn't happened. But like Maui is just completely gone. Never happened. What was that place in fucking Ohio? Nobody remembers where the big train mushroom yeah. cloud was. Yeah, but you know, but we need East but Palestine. We need to send, I know where it was, but but we need to send yeah. more money, more money over there. We gotta send mm-hmm. more money over there. Hundred billion dollars, yeah. which is really like. Anybody who is anti-war should really be given Matt Gates a big fucking high five for what he's done in Congress in the last couple of weeks. Like we don't have a speaker right now, so any th- any money that Biden fucking wants to send over to Ukraine has to be cleared through Congress. Like he'll probably figure out some slimy way to send money over on some continued resolution or some who knows. I don't know. Like they'll they'll figure out to get him some money, but like right now. You can't get a bill passed because we don't have a speaker, which is great. <laughs> and you know what I was thinking about earlier this week is like, like we all know that the boomers are probably the worst generation of all time. <laughs> like they're just terrible. They destroy everything and keep it for themselves. Like they would rather this destroy this country than like gift their third house to their grandchild who can't find a a job. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh yeah, I know it's gotta be tough out there. You haven't found a job yet. Like what happened to your college degree? And they're like, well, you can't get a job after college. It's fucking bullshit. It's fake. And they're like, well, you know, that really sucks. It's, (laughs) you know, the weather over here is dry. I'm getting, my skin is scaly. I'm having to shower three times a day. I, I got to drink, drink baby blood maid, like every other month now. Yeah, and then, you know, the maid in our guest house stole a statue last week. Could you be, Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I know. It must be rough. Like, we're living on the streets. We sold our children to the cartels last week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's tough out there. Bloody, you know, dog eat dog. <laughs> Just a horrible generation. But then, okay, so like you look at our Congress right now, and it's mostly boomers. And anybody who is like speaking up and talking sense, except for maybe Rand Paul, is a millennial. 
Like no Gen Xers have a fucking backbone in this country. Like, what are you doing? Just kind of living off of your, your dead boomers inheritance at this point, you know, Oh, we inherited a, 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 the house from, from the grandparents and you wouldn't believe the taxes we have to pay on it. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's criminal. Yeah. You know, your kids must have taste really good after you had to barbecue them. But can you believe that we had to do the landscaping in this place? I mean, they didn't keep up on it for, for 20 years. It was so overgrown, we couldn't even see out into the pasture. It was wild. Cost us 30 grand. The Mexicans ripped us off. They need to close the border. <laughs> Just a, a horrible generation of people that is destroying this fucking country raping it of all of its wealth and stealing it for themselves. It's wild. Oh I don't know. Like Rand Paul's the only one that I can really think like, there's only like five. What am I talking about? There's only like five people in Congress that actually have a backbone anyways. And one in the Senate. So it's not like there's a bunch that I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just rotten, horrible fucking people. Yeah, the and, system, uh, man. You know, they want a war, and they're gonna get a war. These people, they want a war, and well, like, they gotta cash in. They gotta cash in because they don't know what's gonna happen in the election now, and probably, probably, actually, they do know what's gonna happen in the in the election, and they're just, you know, they gotta make this, get this wave in before everything turns to election bullshit. And yeah, then, Joe Biden. Then, Maybe if Joe Biden's a wartime president, we'll be able to fucking pump him up like he's FDR or something. Like oh, anybody's fuck. actually gonna fall for that bullshit. I like doubt I've that. seen, I've I've watched a lot of right wing media, more right wing media. This and I include Tim Pool into that because he's essentially just right wing media. He's a pearl clutching conservative at this point. Like, oh, think of the children. We have to ban TikTok because it's destroying the fabric of America. This is the same thing like Tipper Gore was saying when we had to put the parental advisement on the front of the CDs because we have to we have to protect the children from the rap music. And maybe the people behind them. But, you know. Yeah. Um wait, wait. Who who runs the majority of the music industry? Yeah, exactly. We have to protect the children. You know what I mean? If you know what I mean, there's some animals out there. Um, but these, you know, these right wingers, Dan, they're fucking, a lot of them are just rabid. Ben Shapiro's out of his mind. Like, I guess he was on the pro Trump train for a while and he lost his mind over a clip that was going, dude, the media is so corrupt. Like they had this clip of Trump. I should have got it, but it was just, it would have been a pain in the ass where, they were like leading into him talking shit about BB Netanyahu. So they played this thing of him talking shit and then they rolled into his clip that he actually said today. So they like took a clip from three or, you know, a year ago or whatever, where he was talking shit about BB, inserted it and then put it on, you know, CNN or MSNBC or wherever the fuck they put it. And Ben Shapiro's like, oh, after this, you know, I can't do it. And it's like, dude, you're fucking. As soon as a war that you want happens, like CNN is all of a sudden the arbiter of truth. Like two months ago, you didn't trust a word that came out of their mouths and you would never fucking, you know, but you can't even go and look up the actual clip. 
But yeah. anyways, like we're going to watch a clip here in, in a minute by uh, Dave Rubin. Are you familiar with Dave Rubin at all? I know his name. I know I've heard some of his commentary. Uh, not not too familiar with him. He's a weird one. So like a couple years ago, he was a liberal. Just a normal fucking lib, shit lib. And then he got kind of fed up with the wokeness and the bullshit. And he talked to Jordan Peterson. And, he, you know, he kind of, oh, I seen the light. And the Republicans are good. The conservatives are good. So then he's been on, like, the right side of issues, essentially, since then. You know, for the most part, like, I would say probably 60% of what he'd say, we'd be like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. You know? And uh, this week... He uh, really lost his mind over something that maybe he shouldn't have. Let's watch this fucking video. This is something. All right. Get my shit recording here. All right, here we go. I want to show you the sort of equivocation that these people make, that it's, they can't really say who good guys and bad guys are. Everyone is sort of equal, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is Pete Davidson at the opening of Saturday Night Live uh, just two days ago. This week, we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking, who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? <laughs> well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. Um, I saw so many terrible pictures this week of children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. And uh, it took me back to a really horrible, horrible place. And, um, you know, no one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids, you know. Um, after my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, uh, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie uh, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. Uh, and we played it in the car on the way home, and, and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Um, but then she noticed something. Uh, for the first time in, in a long time, I, I was laughing again. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, I really don't, and I never will. But sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Um, you know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed uh, this week. Um, but tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Um, remember, I said try. <laughs> and live from New York, it's Saturday night. Nolan, can you believe that sick son of a bitch? He was equivocating the lives of babies. I can't. Me, I can't believe. Wild. So, I can't believe he said. I can't believe he. Uh, they let him actually say the uh, terror attack thing about his dad dying. Well, so, yeah, right. So when I when I uh, uh, first heard about this clip, it was from Dave Rubin. Like, had a thumbnail that popped up in my fucking in uh, my feed. I guess I'm subscribed to his channel somehow. And uh, I saw it, it as like sick SNL, like horrible. And I, I go to Twitter and I look it up and I was like, what the hell is wrong with this man? 
Is he out of control? Is is Dave Rubin? Is he losing his mind? I didn't see anything wrong with that. I was like, that seems fine. Like his dad was killed in in a terror attack by terrorists. You know, kind of similar to what's going on over there. And uh, he's like, yeah, we're gonna try and make you all laugh for the night. Here we go. Yeah. And uh, you know, what did you think about the video when you saw that? Um. I I mean aside from on, <clears throat> on the surface it sounds it sounds really, you know, innocuous. It, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then I and then I think, "Oh, wait a second, he's in show business. What is he actually just placating to the Jews?" And that's no. his that's in his this undertone. Case, it's the other way. Yeah. In this case, they would say and I'm I would say that he's saying I don't like seeing dead babies. Like, yeah. I think that's a pretty fair position for any normal person to take. Like, I don't like seeing dead babies anywhere. Wait a second. Like, Wait of a any sec. type. So, They're babies. So, so when you watch porn and there's the money shot with the facial over all over the chick's face, you don't look at that jizz? Because <laughs> that's dead babies, <laughs> sir. That is a dead potential baby. A lot of them. <laughs> Talk about a genocide. Anyways, let's... uh. Let's go to the next part of this clip and uh, see where where Dave. Rub- so, oh, but anyways, in this in this instance, he we'll go to Dave. Let's let Dave Rubin explain. <laughs> Odd that he said his oops, dad was killed in a terror attack. His dad was killed on nine eleven. He he was a firefighter on nine eleven in New York City. I don't know why he just said a terror attack and didn't address that. There probably is some reason why, right? It might make people think. Uh, who did 9-11, right? And that they have a little something in, in common with the people that just burn babies alive, right? His dad was killed by jihadists, waging a holy war. It's the same thing that is happening right now. George so that, Bush that's a, is a jihadist? Or, or maybe it's because he's on a show where everybody knows that his father was killed in 9-11. Or maybe it's because he made a movie about his father being killed in 9-11. Like, maybe he just didn't think that he had to say that it was 9-11 because it is general uh, information. Like, I honestly in a didn't paper, know. Oh, you didn't know he was talking about yeah. 9-11? Yeah. Oh, well, his dad died in 9-11. Anyways, I... Wait, did he me, die? this seems... He's a fire... His dad was a firefighter. He died in the okay. in the rescue attempt. So... <laughs> No, his dad was on the plane. He got stabbed in the heart by a terrorist. He bled out on video. CIA's probably got it. They've been controlling that kid since he was young, obviously. Yeah. But no, I don't know. I I thought that, that was a weird it and the funny thing is in the be, in the beginning I cut this part out because it was long and boring. He was like, "Yeah, I don't really know anything about this guy." It's like, "Well, Maybe you should have looked up the fact that he wrote a, was starred in a movie about his dad dying in 9-11. And anybody watching SNL, we don't, you don't know this because you don't watch Saturday Night Live. Anybody watching Saturday Night Live knows that his dad died in 9-11. It's not a fucking secret. All right, let's continue with Dave Rubin. Maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of this than Dave Rubin. I don't think so. A little bit odd. And again, I just want to be clear. I'm not making this personally about him, right? It's NBC is a giant corporation. They write this for him. And this is the message they want to get out. 
He immediately opens by saying that he feels bad for Israeli children and Palestinian children. Now we know, first off, that the Israeli children who were burned to death and are now kidnapped and everything, the intention, the absolute intention was the horror and the savagery and everything else. And it's, and it's just beyond imagination. Heads split open, the rest of it. You've either seen it or you haven't, but it exists, I assure you. The Palestinian children who are dying are dying because of Hamas, right? We showed you the videos yesterday of Israel literally dropping leaflets. Hey, we know Hamas is in this building. Their main headquarters are under a hospital. We, they are using them as human shields. So they fire rockets with kids next to them, right? Which you shouldn't do if you were a civilized society. And then they use them as human shields knowing the Israelis usually won't attack where the kids usually. are, but some kids are yeah. going to die. It is, it is just part of war. Uh, oh, it's just all right. Part of so war. this is fucking crazy. This is crazy. There's the intention makes one worse than another. It's yeah. like all right, you know, I I murder your your nephew. It's it's horrible. But I go actually instead. I try to shoot you with a gun, but you hold your nephew up in front. <laughs> like, who's Trust the me. bad guy there? Like, I. There's no way I in hell I could hold that motherfucker I knew the up. baby was there. I saw you holding the baby, yeah. and I decided to shoot you because I really can't stand you living on my land. You're a bad tenant. You make a lot of noise. You have these weird bells four times a day that we can't stand, and we really just need you to move out. So I'll shoot through your baby to kill you, and now it's your fault. Mm-hmm. You sick son of a bitch. That's, that's war, man. It's war, but it doesn't yeah, make... Yeah, it's it just war. It, it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't make either one better or worse. It's just, you know, if you want if you want war, that's what you're going to get. Well, and the, the flip side to this argument would be that these people are slaves. They're held in an area. Their resources well, are yeah. restricted. They have walls around them. And when you... Keep a slave captive for 40 years. How do you expect that they're going to act? Are they going to act in a civil way? Or are they going to come in, burn down the house, and rape your wife? Mm, I don't know. I think they should just own nothing and be happy about it. That's the answer. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. By the way, the rockets are still being shot right at this very moment, right? They're still being shot. So when you see... AOC and Ilhan Omar and other members of the Hamas caucus ask for a ceasefire. It's interesting that nobody's asking. They're not asking. You would, if you wanted this to stop and you thought Israel was just so evil, you'd say to Hamas, hey, all right, you did what you did. Okay, we kind of take it, but we won't say that. Um, how about you just stop shooting rockets? Because then it would make our case better if everyone saw oh, you weren't even shooting rockets. So now it's indefensible. This wouldn't be my argument, but their argument could be now it's indefensible what Israel's doing by attacking. But they're still shooting rockets right now. They still have 200, uh, about 200 uh, hostages. We don't know the exact number. And we don't know how many of them are American. Ilhan Omar, AOC, etc., have not called for American hostages to be released. So I play this because he's immediately equivocating. He can't say which one is worse and which one is better. Like, how do you think the comedy scene is in a Gaza, baby dude, when you're trying to be irreverent and fight the power? That's what comedy used to Here be. It's go. not what it is anymore, certainly on SNL. Like, do you think they allow that in Gaza? They do allow it in Israel, right? They really do. Uh, so this equivocation, this nothing is better, nothing is worse, no, no people are more, more moral and less moral. 
it's it's complete nonsense. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to get to? All right. So, hey, how do you think they would like your comedy over there? <laughs> yeah, they would hate it. They would kill you. They're less than human. We should bomb them out of existence. These these people are are animals. They're never going to let you do comedy. Yeah, how about this one? We care about our country. We don't give a fuck how they act over there. Let them do that shit. Let them do it over there. Let it, let them sort and it keep out us on their own. The fuck out of it. Yeah. Yes. Let God sort yeah. them out. That's what I. That's what that was my opinion. Or Allah, at, right whichever, at the beginning, whichever. <laughs> ja. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let right them at the beginning sort it of out. Ukraine, this man. guy is supposed to be America first. He's. Yeah. I'm a DeSantis. America first. We've got to you know, get our country back in line. And, but as soon now that as soon as there are, there's a war, he tr- shows his true fucking colors. He's a neocon. He's just like the neoconservatives that started Iraq. They were liberals that flip sides because the conservatives got war hungry. And he's done the same fucking thing. Hey, look, I'm a liberal. I'm going to complain about my party a little bit. Now I'm going to come over here into your party and start a big fucking war. <laughs> Just what conservatives need, right? Yeah. Big fucking war. Yeah. This is why we're not conservatives. Because we don't like people like this. Stand on your fucking principles all the time. This is moral relativism when they go one is worse than the other. You can't just say that a dead baby is a dead baby. It is immoral to kill a baby no matter how it is killed. You can't yeah. fucking... What are you going to do? Throw it on the Egyptian scales and let I, Osiris measure it out? Come on. This is a fucking baby. <laughs> it's fucking so baby. So <laughs> I hate this moral relativism shit. And they'll yeah. accuse us of moral relativism. You're yeah. you're yeah. saying that it's okay because, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. A dead baby is a dead baby is a dead baby. Yeah, it makes they're me. All, they're all my dinner. <laughs> I hate a baby. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, that All right, makes let's me get think. To his lap. Go ahead. That, that makes me think. Uh, uh, the uh, I just watched it again recently. The opening scene to uh, Lord of War, the mm. uh, beta factoring the AK round, you know, and then it goes to shooting a young uh, African child or something in in the head, and it's and then then that that's like. You know, I feel like that's a play on like gun control. It's like, oh well, if that bullet would have never been manufactured, then that kid would have never been shot. Kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't don't pay attention that fucking Europe has has like more hammer murders per per capita than us by like forty percent. Like we'll just yeah. we'll just get rid of the hammers next too. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have you heard about a knife attack in London or something like that? That's how all their terror attacks are over there. Some crazy fuck gets strung out on drugs by MI6 and they unleash him on a bridge and then they fucking stab 30 people and somebody shoots them and they get to have a nice big power grab. You know, yep. oh, we got to protect ourselves from them. Don't pay attention that we're shipping them in and moving them into your neighborhoods and forcing you to like yeah. it. Yeah. You know, this is what Brexit was all about, is we're sick of these people coming into our country and having to to bend the knee for them, you know? Yeah. They As soon as they come in, they take over, and they force you to do... 
I'm I'm reading rereading the Dune saga right now, and there's a great fucking was one of my favorite quotes in in uh, Children of Dune. It is, "When you are weaker than me, I ask for freedom, because or when I am weaker than sorry I fucked it up. R- let's I'll, I'll cut that. Uh, You're right. When I am weaker than you, yeah. When I am weaker than you, I ask for freedom because that is your principles. When I am stronger than you, I take your freedom because that is my principle. Power. We want it. That's the LGBTQ. For years, it was, we just want equality. We just want to be recognized as equals. We want to get married just like anybody else. And now it's, we want your kids to cut their fucking dicks off and like it. We want you to have sex with a trans man and call that a feminine penis and like it. You're a bigot if you don't suck that dick. You're a fucking bigot. All right, let's let this cocksucker finish his last gripe. There. Um, so, oh, well, he ends it with everyone whose lives have been destroyed. Like, oh, as if these things are completely equal. So you got it. So, so that's sort of the amoral right, neutrality that I think we're getting so much of. Amoral neutrality, he called it. Amoral neutrality. If you recognize that Palestinian babies are like babies have no fucking agenda. They have no affiliation with any religion. They don't do anything. They exist at the whims of the people around them. If you believe that you are amoral and you're standing in the way of progress for our fucking war, man, I'll tell you this right now. If you lined up a Palestinian baby in the middle of uh, 11 other babies, I wouldn't be able to pick that motherfucker out of a lineup. It's a baby. They all look like aliens. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. So this isn't just, you know, I'm not going to just pick this fucking neocon to, to prove my point. This is one, this one really disappointed me. I, uh, I always check on Saturdays because there's not all that much to watch. I always go to InfoWars and see if Alex is doing a special Saturday broadcast because he always gets pretty animated in those. So we had a special Saturday broadcast today, or not today, on Saturday. And uh, he was on Steve Bannon, so he kind of aired that interview. So I'm like, oh, let's see what it is. So it's Alex Trump, Steve Bannon, and Eric Prince, the head of Blackwater, war criminal, stooge to the military industrial complex and i was like maybe alex will you know lay some fucking wisdom on but you know i was quite disappointed let's go to alex the biden is uh to hamas while at the same time they won't declare him a terrorist organization so it shows this schizophrenic policy so that that's absolutely what's going on here Uh, but if you expand on that what eric was trying to get to earlier If you go back to 2006, 2007, and the whole war with Hezbollah in southern Lebanon and and, and the Golan Heights, the Israelis roll in with all their tanks, all their weapons. They do their artillery barrages, and they go in, and then they pop up behind them in the tunnels and and, and defeat the Israelis. So they're going to try that again. So they're going to have to sacrifice a lot of Israeli troops. They're going to have to do it like Putin did, sending in his scrubs, you know, in in the in, in a, a year and a half ago in, in the first wave of the invasion. Let them use up weapons, missiles, and then use that with satellites to target where Hezbollah, where Hamas pops up, and then they can send in the next wave and the next wave. So the Israelis, if they want to lose less troops, are going to have to sacrifice the first few waves for target acquisition when a Hamas directed by Hezbollah pops up. I mean, I'm no general. I wouldn't go with that plan. 
I no. wouldn't go with that plan. Oh, I would, I would use Moab plan. carpet bombing oh. in lanes and basically just destroy it inch by inch, driving down 200 feet, taking out those tunnels. They just have to simply make everybody evacuate and then make level at least northern Gaza. Make That's the only way to do this. How are you going to do that? How are you going to evacuate 2 million people? There's no food, no water, no electricity, no housing, no hospitals, no medical, nothing in southern Gaza. You drive it's them into the sea. War. It's Exactly. Let's see how they can swim, yeah. right? <laughs> they just got to make a move and then just level the entire place 200 feet underground. Just level it. I mean, yeah. Alex is supposed to be anti-war. The crazy thing is I think he's been like accused of being a an anti-semite so much that he's just like i'm going hard for israel <laughs> you know like I, i'm not gonna give them any room on this one like i he just goes hard zionism he's had nick fuentes on his show to debate him a couple times and it's just he knows all the same shit you know that all these leftists that are good like jimmy Dore. if you go watch jimmy Dore show tomorrow He's fucking great on this stuff. He gets it. He might go a little bit further than I would go where like they're, they're kind of like, Hey, you know, that attack was kind of just how you got to do things I'm like, ah, oh, that's a little too far for me, but yeah. they make a very good case. It's like, what do you expect a slave to do? Like, and, and their, their case is like, uh, slaves don't fight back. They rebel. It's like, yeah, well, that's a, it's a decent Pretty valid point, point. you yeah. got there. <laughs> yeah. It's a valid point. Like, if you treat something like an ant, if you kick your dog over and over and over again, are you going to be surprised when it bites you? <laughs> Shouldn't be. You know, and I would imagine that most Israelis treat their dogs and have more admiration and respect and care for their dogs than they ever would for a Palestinian. They just think they're worse than animals, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you what is what is the saying? You reap what you sow. All right, let's uh let's continue with Alex. Here we go. We're sending money, or Biden is, uh, to Hamas while at the same time they won't declare him a terrorist organization. Oops. So it shows this skit. Same video. He did make a decent point there that like anytime if you could look at any war zone in the world right now and find American money on both sides of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like we're always going to have our money on both sides of these hey, wars. You always like, had your even in, That's, <laughs> yeah. Even in Ukraine, yeah. like we're still buying Russian oil and gas. Dude, even you know? when you lose, you win. That's, that's, uh, Hey, Hey, that's, that's fucking mob way, right? Uh, United exactly. States, government, the, the fucking gangster empire shit. Fucking sick psychos. All right, more of Alex. Stop giving Iran money, and any of these hedge funds caught involved with any of these uh, Islamic groups need to have their money seized because they're not Americans. They're foreign outside money. groups. It's cut and dry. It's not a free exactly. Instead of the FBI focused on January Sixers and all the rest of this, they need to be arresting people that Whoa. say, "I love what Hamas did. I want more of that in America." And then you're going to find yeah. that there's money from Iran and there's money from the Muslim Brotherhood. So this is where you're supposed to arrest people. This is what the FBI is supposed to do. So he wants to arrest every college student in, in America right now. Like, I don't know if you've seen all these fucking protests at all these colleges, but that's what they're saying. So what, we're just going to go and have the FBI arrest every college student? Like, I, would, I, I could hear the argument for every college professor. That would be interesting. 
But the students, these people are propagandized. I mean, we've been complaining for years that they're propagandized. They're being taught false history. They don't know what's going on. They're being, uh, you know, inducted into a cult where they think that fucking the LGBT is the new world religion. Like, these people are misguided. They are children still. For the most part. I mean, these are in their kids in their early 20s. Like, you don't trust them to run your companies. You don't really even trust them to drive your car until they're 25. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you can't even rent a car. So, like, how can you blame them for what they're being taught in college? It, you know, if they're committing crimes, great. Throw them in jail. But, like, if they're standing out in a fucking rally with pictures of, of the paragliders saying that, like, slaves rebel and this is what you get and you reap what you sow, like, let's just get the FBI on them. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard Alex say. (laughs) The craziest thing I've ever heard Alex say. I've heard Alex say a lot of crazy shit. I've heard him get a lot of shit wrong. I've heard him get a lot of shit wrong and not walk it back. We played a clip, and maybe I'll go back and just so we can show him back to back. You remember when we played a clip of him talking about RFK and he's like, I'm voting for this guy for president. You remember that uh, clip? I don't remember it specifically. Anyways, he did. He said it. I have the fucking clip. We can find it. And this week, RFK is just a plant. He's a he's a plant to get rid of to get keep Trump from getting elected. And it's like, wait a minute. A month two months ago you were you were ready to vote for this guy for president. Now it, it's it's a wild thing and maybe i didn't listen to the whole i could be wrong but like this last this was the craziest thing i've ever heard alex say for somebody who is so caught up on what the fbi does when you give them power to think like hey we're gonna give you the power to go arrest people who are pro hamas which is a decent portion of the population right now like what are we talking about here are you just gonna be a nazi a Jewish, not a Zionist Nazi. Like, are we just really going to go straight from Zionism to Nazism? It's pretty nuts. Yeah, maybe. Let's continue. Maybe. Instead of trying to put Steve Bannon and Donald Trump and Alex Jones and Eric Prince in prison, because that's all they do is try to put real Americans in prison. Oh. In- and put Eric Prince in prison. They All they try to do is put real Americans. This guy is a war criminal. He's part of the military. and does it, He runs Blackwater, our private military that we send in to do the dirtiest fucking jobs that even CIA won't touch. Real Americans. My God, I could not believe it when he said that. I I was hoping at least, because this is later on in the interview, I was hoping he was just going to say something about the military-industrial complex. But no, let's, let's praise fucking Eric Prince now. My God. Instead of protecting us from the Islamic disease. Oh, I should have let the same, it play out. The same. Hold on. We're going to rewind this real quick because this is fucking wild. Sixers and all the rest of this, they need to be arresting people that say, I love what Hamas did. I want more of that in America. And then you're going to find yeah. that there's money from Iran and there's money from the Muslim Brotherhood. So this is where you're supposed to arrest people. This is what the FBI is supposed to do instead of trying to put Steve Bannon and Donald Trump and Alex Jones and Eric Prince in prison. Because that's all they do is try to put real Americans in prison instead of protecting us from the Islamic disease. Protecting us from the Islamic disease. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. 
Uh, that's the the most racist racist thing I've ever heard Alex say. Uh, by what do you, far, what do you think? like they he's got him? usually do you think they got his DNA and they cloned him and uh, and they they offed him and I think that Alex I think clones? that he really turns it up when he's on these shows and Alex I think is kind of a chameleon where like you know when some white people like or AOC for instance you put AOC in the Bronx and she talks way different than when she's in DC. <laughs> Yeah. You've heard those videos. I don't, or Hillary Clinton, I don't have to do this or that when she's talking in the South. Like Alex kind of does that with, with he, he kind you know, he's a shows, he's a showman in a lot of ways. So like, well, at the end of the day, he's an entertainer up and fired up. He is, he is. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Um, like I, I was married to a, to a Persian which is what we're talking about. Like Iranians, they're Persians. They've been in that area for thousands of years. You were the best man at my wedding. Was Did that seem like a family that was a disease on this country? No, absolutely not. Like her uncle's the head fucking cardiovascular surgeon at the University of Chicago or something like that. Like, like he, He's more accomplished than anybody in my entire family ever has been like by a massive margin financially like like not just financially but like what you do for this country like we don't do nearly as much as a heart surgeon who saves people's lives on a daily basis and it wasn't just a heart surgeon but like found different ways of doing heart surgeries like leading edge scientific work with humans like we worked on power lines like in my family that's a great thing to do like you're bringing power and making things like that possible but we're one in in you know millions where there's very few head heart surgeons of major universities who are doing cutting edge work that is helping humanity progress in an in a positive direction so i i've always just had a problem especially like Growing up after 9-11, there was a lot of, like, Islamic racism in this country. Like, I, I we were guilty of it, I'm sure. Like, Hugely, I, yeah. I always thought, like, just parking lot the entire place and be done with it. Like, we don't need this oh, garbage. Sure, yeah. Like, we don't need this bullshit. And even but, if, like, even if you tried even if you tried not to have those, those kind of, like, <clears throat> prejudiced thoughts... And and you that know was you, you walked, that, you walked that in, shaped you, our thinking. You walked into a McDonald's and you saw a family sitting at a booth wearing turbans. You still just out of out of just like instinctive uh, programmed fear. You're you know yeah. you were still kind of like because um. <laughs> there's this psyop that every one of these Islamists is a jihadist who wants to kill you, mm-hmm. which is clearly not the fucking case. Like I really. You know, when I, my, my ex-wife's family, like, they, she, he has a big family. They're all, they all came here from Iran and they love this country. Like, they moved to Southern California. They all started businesses. They did well. And they love this country. Some of them are still Muslim. Some of them converted to Christianity. Like, my, my ex's dad, he was a Christian. He got, he was like, ah, I'm not into that crazy stuff, you know, but he didn't really care about Christianity all that much. He, he was a gambler. All he wanted to do was play blackjack. He grad, he, he finally, he came over here with millions of dollars and lost a shitload of money gambling. 
and then got, got a good job and made a bunch of money and retired and then moved to Las Vegas to gamble. And then, like, his daughter fucking screwed him. But that's, you know, he was he was living his best life. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's finish with Alex. I think, I don't know if there's anything more important on this. Let's find out. And the same, and the same argument for all the the, the hedge funds that oh, take yeah. money from from China, from the state-owned enterprises, etc. That's right. It's billions okay, of dollars. The audience wants take money from China, arrest them. Man, I I always knew that Steve Bannon was really, really pro-China, but uh, or I mean, not pro-China. Excuse me, like wants to go to war with China, but I never knew how bad it was. He he has a clip here, and then it goes into his like commercial thing it's wild let's just real quick talked in the first hour uh Pasobic. so stay on his uh twitter account all weekend uh, this war is about to look the third world war as you know if you follow the show it started years ago with the Whoa. chinese communist party unrestricted warfare but the shooting part of this going to get underway here pretty quickly make sure you understand the whole geostrategic situation you got posto up on twitter i'll be on getter all He's weekend getter. if we need to we'll break Go him in and do some live uh, chats, so much going on. Also, the the U.S. government has lied to you about their current financial situation. Surprise. Surprise. So uh, I do not watch his show, so I did not know that the Chinese Communist Party had already started World War III. So I had to look at that like unrestricted warfare. And there's like articles on the Internet about this where it's like Steve Bannon read this book that was written in the early 2000s by two naval officers in China that like – is about unrestricted warfare and using trade warfare and all this bullshit. And now he's convinced that we're at war. And it's like, man, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> Two guys write a book and all of a sudden we're at war. Like Colonel McGregor's written like five books about restructuring the military and nobody's declared war on us for it. <laughs> and I, I, and I don't know, like when you look up something like this and don't do a deep dive in it, you don't really know how bad it is. But like the article that I said was that I read said that like the book wasn't even well received in China and they don't really even do any of the shit that was said in the book <laughs> again. Like that could be a Snopes fact check type thing, yeah, or it yeah. could just be this guy's fucking nuts. Like I don't doubt that Steve Bannon's nuts. And by the way, like how is our sound and video better than Steve Bannon's? I, I do not get it. It makes no sense. <laughs> I it just it's wild like you can barely understand Alex on zoom I I don't get it yeah get your shit together man like come on right get your fucking shit together dog oh boy we got a lot of videos to go still all right so he did mention that they lied to us about the uh economic numbers that are the the economy they're lying about the economy so let's go to uh the head of where, who the fuck is Janet Yellen the head of? I don't know, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. This is the most threatening and challenging geopolitical environment that I've ever seen. At the same time, the U.S. is in its weakest fiscal position since World War II, with debt to GDP at 122%. Can, can America, can the West, afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely. Um, America absolutely. can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its 
struggle against Russia. Absolutely. And look, the American Give economy her another one. is doing extremely well. Economy's um, killing it. Inflation has been high, and it's been a concern to households. Oh. It's know whose household it hasn't been a concern to. Nancy hers. Pelosi's? No, Janet Yellen's. Oh. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's either. Any of them. They don't give a shit. All it means is they're getting asset prices early. They're making money. ...down considerably. At the same time, we have about the strongest labor market we've seen in 50 years. Oh, with man. 3.8% unemployment. And at the same time... Um, 38 percent unemployment what that does not count this is where how they cook the stats they don't count people who have like dropped out and are no longer looking for jobs so like me i'm not on disability i'm not working i'm not looking for a job so i am not covered in that stat uh America, are you, are you an undesirable undesirable absolutely <laughs> i'm i'm a flyover person i'm an undesirable i'm a I'm, I'm, uh, what else? I can't think of anything else bad right now, but I'm sure there's a lot of shit out there. Uh, uh, I'm, what am You're I? You're white. Anti-Semitic. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm anti-Semitic. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Putin stooge. I, I spout Putin talking points. And obviously, I'm a, a, uh, strong supporter of the Iranian Empire. And his past legislation <laughs> that is strengthening our economy. Um, in the years to come for the medium term. Um, we have three historic pieces of legislation, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, the CHIPS and it's Science not building Act, infrastructure. and the Inflation not Reduction chips. Act, and the Green um, New Deal we've seen that added to a burgeoning of mm -hmm. investment, especially in manufacturing, um, an industrial renaissance in the United States. It's an industrial renaissance. Haven't you noticed? We're building things all over this country right now. Didn't you buy a new cell phone from that company up the, up the street? Come That's on. A, she, she, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the Green New Deal. Like, they got their Green New Deal, and they called it the Refl Inflation Reduction Act. What did Trump call it? The, I don't remember, but it was a great name. Yeah, I don't remember. It was the uh, Inflation, I don't know. But it did the opposite. Everything these people say is the opposite. Yeah. You know, what is it? The iron law of woke projection. Everything they say is you're doing. They're actually doing themselves. Same shit with here. You know? All right. What else do we got? How much time do we got? Let's keep going. And um, we're creating good jobs, especially for people who've been, don't have a college education. Oh, the uneducated. Been, um, left out of... Um, really economic progress in the United States. So the United States economy is in a good place. She's the boomer that I've been talking about. We're going to take up all the jobs. We're going to sit here forever. We're never going to retire. We're going to hire our friends and family. You know, fuck you. Go work at McDonald's and serve my food once a week when I want a taco. Or I guess that would be Taco Bell. But, you know, oh, we're doing great for... For the uneducated masses who, you know, can't figure out how to put their left shoe on the right foot. It's ridiculous the way they belittle us. Like, oh, yeah, you know, those uneducated. We're doing great things for them out there, you know. 
doing great things. We're the best thing we're doing for them is we're bringing in a Mexican to do their job so they can stay home. <laughs> That's what they're yeah, doing yeah. for them. Live in Jesus. your pod, eat the bugs. Yeah. Own nothing. Be happy. Do, 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 do. Uh, in terms of the fiscal situation, mm-hmm. I don't know where 122 comes from. The U.S. federal debt to GDP ratio is about 98% at this point. Yeah, so she just did another slippery move there where she's like, oh, yeah, that number that you quoted, I, I don't know where that comes from. The real number is 98%. And you can hear him in the background go, Bitch. like wanting to speak up, but not in her. It's like, they're cooking these stats. Where did you get that stat from? Like when she said earlier, you know, inflation's been a concern to households, but it's coming down now. It's like it's still upper digits. Like it's came down from 15 to 10. And if you measured it by the same stats that we did in the 1980s, we would be all kinds. I think it's like, <clears throat> like 20%, close close to 20%. That's one thing that But you know what will help? But you know what helps that? Good war, a yep. nice war will level everything. We'll we'll have to do some rebuilding. Stimulate the really good the thing economy. is that like our, yeah, exactly. the The good thing is is like our military is fucking depleted right now, so they can't do too much on the ground action. Like a bunch of kids got kicked out for COVID. They're doing all this woke bullshit, so their fucking families aren't sending them to the military anymore. Like there's a lot of Midwestern families out there who are you know, third, fourth, fifth generation military where they're just like, you know what? No, we're not doing this again. We're not going to strap his, we're not going to let him duct tape his dick to his fucking butt. And right. I heard a guy on, on Tim pool the other day saying that like they've laxened the physical for women over men. So like the women, he said the women don't even finish the runs, you know? So that's great. But, you know, at least our military, they can't do too much on the ground. Top Gun didn't work. Recruiting's still fucking low. It's just a nightmare for them, which is good for us. It's good for the rest of the world, too. We don't need to go destroy another country. Well, Who knows I, what kind of... And and it's it's good. I mean, now they're just You can protect this money. country with they're a couple good money. submarines and a... Yeah. yeah, and, they, and I mean, let, let's just send our money. We don't need we don't need a military. We don't need uh, the weapons. No, stop we sending just, the money too. We just need to send the money to support the, uh, the the opposition of whatever people we don't like. We don't we don't need to actually send troops or do anything about it. We'll just send money and support. Yeah, and, and that's how we'll you know, influence. I, I've brought this story up before, but there's a show on Netflix. I don't remember what it's called, but they have something called in the future. They have this, this war they call the sustainable war, which is essentially just like a robot and drone war out in the middle of nowhere where like corporations and governments just throw money into just destroying each other. But like not very many people actually die because it's all automated and shit. And like, I think they would love a situation like that where <laughs> yeah. they could just automate this massive war that's going show on headlines, all the time. And when they need clips. an influx, yeah, they could just be like, yeah. we need more weapons. People, We're people out of weapons. Vote. Like people vote. People yeah, dude, pay the taxes can, happily. Yeah. You can go online and like switch 
do cam reviews and watch POV of like the war going on. So you can be like, Oh, I'm going to go in a drone today and watch them destroy these fucking robots from up top. Or maybe mm-hmm. you can even like Control log one? into a drone. Like you can, yeah, now we, now we're talking. Now we're talking. You can gamble on it. Oh shit. Hey, <laughs> Hey, we're fucking cooking with gas now. No, we're not. We're not cooking with gas. That is bad. Bad. We're cooking with electricity. <laughs> Definitely not clean, clear burning <laughs> propane. Uh, all right. So next we've got it. Yeah, definitely propane. We've got this chick who just graduated college. She's one of the ones that they're creating all these amazing jobs for. Let's see how her job search is doing. I have a bone to pick with America. Uh-oh. So I'm headed to my serving job. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Be why I make more money serving. I have my literal business marketing degree that put me in a cute $80,000 in debt. And I make more serving sushi rolls because I've been applying to marketing jobs fucking for weeks now. And the, the pay cut is insane. Insane. But the jobs that are like a cute hundred fifty to two hundred thousand a year, I'm not getting those. I'm a twenty, almost twenty-five year old. My birthday soon. Almost twenty-five year old chick going against, you know, corporate ass America. People with so much experience. All I got is my degree. You know, people say get your degree, but then they don't talk about how you need experience. The degree was the experience. I mean, this is the lie that these people are sold. They, she's eighty grand in debt, and she's still waiting tables. And dude, I've worked with so many. I've worked with a hundred of this broad, a hundred of a thousand of these broads. They all do the same shit. Especially in San Francisco, it was wild. They come in like, oh, I'm going to school. I'm getting this great degree from, you know, uh, San Francisco State or Berkeley or wherever they're going, Davis. Oh, not, I guess Davis isn't, whatever. There's a couple different schools in San Francisco and they're, you know, we're going, I'm getting my degree and I'm going to be out of this shithole. And they made the restaurant into, into a prison. Like I have to be here in order to go to school, but it's just a prison that I'm going to be in temporarily. And as soon as we're gone, I'm, I'm out of here. And they did not use it for what it should have been is your, your experience in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like why is as like we paid thousands and thousands of dollars a month for marketing at the restaurant that I worked for. Not one of these bitches in, in business school ever stepped up and said, can I do marketing? Yeah. Hardly any of them. Like they would start out as, as hostess and they'd bitch and complain cause they didn't make enough money. Oh, I don't make enough money. I don't make enough money and I don't get tits and I work so hard. I stand here all day and blah, blah, blah. They just bitch and complain and do the minimum. Every once in a while, some one of them will get promoted and they become a waitress. And the first thing they say is, I didn't know how hard this job was. Yep. You know, like I didn't know Real what work. I didn't know. Almost zero of them ever wanted to be a bartender. They go, this is enough. That's that's another thing that I would have to learn. It's hard. Like, yeah, you make more money, but like none of them, almost none of them. We, I would have to beg 
hey, let me train you as a bartender so you can start bartending. Uh, it's I'm, I have school, I have to study, and blah, blah, blah. They just didn't treat it like a real job. It was just this prison sentence that I had yeah. to go to. And, you know, it's it would not be hard to find a restaurant to work for that did not have a marketer, a small bar in the corner. Hey, let me do marketing for this bar. Let's create a, a social media account. Let me, you know, let's put the fights on. Maybe not UFC because UFC is expensive, but let's find some, like, Lower tiered fighting league F- football we'll, nights. We'll, av- we'll advertise other that football, football night. Other we're football do, nights. Yes, we're gonna do women's beach volleyball night. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like all this type of shit. And you average eyes on Instagram. You yeah. can yeah, do yeah, flyers. Yeah. Like there's so many different things that you can do for the restaurant that you work on if you just for treated free. it for like free. a job. Yeah. And exactly. Show, show like, some sports. Now, throw out a drink special and fucking. Yeah. So, you know, like if I'm, if I'm hiring this girl, I go, Hey, so you've been working at your sushi restaurant for four years. What have you done to further their marketing? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. You've been there for four years and you've done nothing. And you're, you have have no initiative. Why am I going to hire you? Yeah. Okay. So you know how to follow directions and learn from a teacher, but you had an opportunity to do something for the place that you work for, to make them money, to add value to their business. And instead, you chose to fuck off and treat it like, you know, how many times did you call in sick? Yeah. I bet you it's a bet you it's a lot because that that's what they did. They call in, say, oh, I'm sick. And then you go on. These girls were so dumb. I had a, a chick was supposed to bartend one time and uh, New Year's Day. She calls me. I'm sick. Or I mean, yeah, I, I'm sick. I can't go in. You know, I've got my throat and blah, blah, blah. And then 20 minutes after I get in, I look on her Instagram and she's doing mimosas they put it on their instagram it's it's wild so like am i surprised that this chick does not have a job no is she like she's definitely has a job she has a job just not for her degree yeah exactly but you know it's it's gonna be interesting to see like how much longer this charade of college can last when social media is as big as it is right now. Like this was, you know how this had weird chops is because it was originally a TikTok. Yeah. And I mean, kids are on TikTok early right now. Are they really going to fall for the scam when they're seeing this by the millions? Because this problem is not getting fixed anytime soon. Yeah. There's way too many degrees for people who don't deserve to have them. Like you, some of the people that I went to school with have no business working anywhere more than a Walmart. Like maybe be the Walmart manager, but a lot of these people just stupid. You remember the 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 paper that we read? History is about events that happened in the past. It's like you can't work in corporate America. I'm sorry, yeah. you can't. Yeah. Like maybe you can manage the 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 Winco up the street from my house. You can manage the night shift, but you can't work in corporate America. You can't survive. You're not going to make it. It's just not in the cards for you. And on that, we're fucking out of here. I hit the wrong button. (laughs) Subscribe to our damn YouTube channel.